Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to In Bloom Podcast or welcome if you are new. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. Um, this week, I'm going to be talking about sort of just like growing pains and coping with changes and transitions and growth in our life. Um, I think all of us know and have experienced big life changes at different times. And I know I've done a handful of episodes sort of related to this topic before, but I don't really feel like I've touched on the whole topic of the growing pains aspect of dealing with change and transition um and sort of like that after the change happens processing the change type of thing um i know i've talked about changes a lot as i've gone through them and as i've anticipated them but it's weird how like when you go through a change you know there's emotions to be had before it during it and after the actual physical change happens you know like it just because the one defining event that defines the change happens doesn't mean that like the feelings associated with the change necessarily um stop right then and um it's just something I've been I feel like struggling with a lot more lately and I didn't really I was kind of torn on what to like talk about this week and this is just an honestly being real on emotion I've been struggling with a lot over the last few weeks and it sort of comes and goes it ebbs and flows and that's just part of life um so I thought that maybe talking about it would force me to sort of come to terms with it more and you know kind of dig into my heart a little bit and just kind of process it with you all instead of just like by myself and just talk about it because I think it can be helpful to um hear this perspective for those of you who may be going through a change or maybe you're just going through an uncomfortable period in your life of you know you're used to having like a routine and a certain lifestyle and everything's kind of volatile right now and um maybe you're going through a transition or you know you've just had a lot of changes in terms of like the people you have in your life maybe you like are starting or ending a relationship or friendships or Um, you move somewhere new, whatever it may be, starting a new job, Um, hopefully this episode can resonate with you um, in some way or another. But before we get started, you'll know I like to um, do my quote, goal, and gratitude for the week, but um, I also just wanted to say be sure you're following In Bloom Podcast on Instagram, and it's just at In Bloom Podcast, it's always in the show notes, and um, join the in bloom podcast facebook group it's a great time um and both of those little communities and i love it so my quote this week is relevant to the episode and i got it off of pinterest it's a very cheesy quote honestly um but i just like it but it says at this age everything is changing day by day we don't notice but just look back over the past year and you'll realize everything has people you thought were going to be there for forever aren't and people you never imagined 
you be speaking to are now some of your closest friends. Life makes little sense, and the more we grow, the less sense it will make. So make the most of now before it all changes once again, because in the near future, all of this is only going to be memories. And I just really like this quote, especially just emphasizing on how our present day, even though there are the things that we do every single day in our routines that feel like they're always going to be, you know, our life because it's something we do every single day, those things will potentially one day be nothing more than a memory. So it's important to sort of, I mean, maybe not even romanticize necessarily, but I think that romanticizing those little things can do a lot because it really helps you to just cherish that full value that even the small things have to offer in life because they probably will just be a memory one today to you one day. So like, why not, you know, enjoy them as much as you can like right here and right now. So I just really like that quote. Um, and my goal for this week, I just sat for my second CPA exam yesterday. I'm recording this on Sunday, literally at 1145 at night. because it's been a wild last, uh, like 36 hours. Um, I took my exam yesterday morning at eight o'clock and honestly, I feel like it, I hope it went well. I don't really feel bad about it and I don't necessarily feel amazing about it. So I get my score back in like three weeks. So I'm hoping to get the results I want. I worked really, really hard for it. So I'm really hoping that not feeling bad about it is a result of my hard work and preparation. And that's like just all I'm hoping um, for. So I took that yesterday and to get into like what my goal is for this week, you know, I sort of put all of the things I enjoy on the back burner when I get really stressed and it gets like a lot closer to an exam date for me. And if you don't know anything about the CPA, it's a four-part test. So I hopefully have two done um, as of right now. But as I get closer to my test dates, I just like literally neglect like so much that I normally do like whether that's like hobbies I have or you know even like working out like I really really try to because it truly makes me feel immensely better but um I just I'm really bad about just neglecting all of that and you know sometimes you do have to you know give and take when you get really busy and you have big things like that going on in your life but it really sucks when you like don't do any of the things that like make you happy and like bring you joy in your day and um so going off of that my goal for this week is to really just do a lot of the things I love that I haven't been doing lately um you know like reading I haven't read in forever um actually since I took my last right after I took my last exam I read two books like right after that and then started studying for my next one and I haven't read anything since that so a little over a month and um, I just really want to like do things I love. Like I'm so excited because tomorrow I'm going to take advantage of it being Monday and hopefully there not being a lot of people out and about, but I'm going to like go to home goods because I haven't been in literally forever, probably since like the spring. And I've been dying to go since I moved to Houston. Cause I know that there's definitely some good home goods here in Houston. And I've been like really, really wanting to go to one and I haven't even done it since I like moved here just cause I've been so busy and I'm gonna like go to like some um like secondhand and like thrift stores and like just try and see if I can find anything for fall that I like and I think I'm gonna go to like a Target because I just like don't ever go to Target anymore um and just do those little things I love like go get coffee like just have a date with myself and 
you know, aside from all of that fun shopping tomorrow just to get myself out of my apartment for a bit, I'm excited to just, you know, I really want to do things that bring me joy just because so much of the joy in my everyday life was kind of sucked out honestly as terrible as that sounds um over the last few weeks because I just really let my stress take control and like you know take the front seat I guess you could say but I really just want to read and you know like try and like get into some habits that I think might help me a little bit more with my stress like for this next exam um I really want to get into like some light yoga and stretching and like meditation. I did finally try meditating like last week, you guys. I know I've talked about it a couple times in like my podcast episodes, and I definitely talked about it two episodes ago. How I like always have it in the back of my mind, how I want to try it, but it's just intimidating for me. And I didn't do anything crazy. I literally did like the trial meditation on Headspace. And it was nice, but I only did it one day this week, so that was not good. Um, but at least I tried it, and I, you know, got over that hump of being scared to try it, and I finally did. And I just, it's hard because I just don't really feel like my apartment, like my environment, isn't necessarily like optimal to meditate in, just because it's like you know I have a dog, and in the morning she's like full of energy and everything, and that's like when I'd want to ideally meditate. And um, you know, it's just it's hard, so. I don't know. I need to like figure out a way for me to like implement those things into my life because they are good for me and I enjoy them. But yeah, my goal this week is all about like putting me first, honestly, and like just trying to soak up the things I love to do and figure out like my routine going into studying for this next exam and all that kind of stuff. So that's one of my goals for this week. But my gratitude for this uh, week, I'm super thankful to have a few days off before I start studying for my next exam. Um, I have been, I was like insanely burnt out like a week and a half ago and I had the power through, um, obviously to the actual exam. I didn't take any days off, um, since I started studying for this exam and I started studying for it on September 26th, I think. And I took it October 16th. So I was like studying full time every single day, pretty much up until, yesterday from September 26th, which was, um, or you know what? No, it was like September. It was the week before that, I think, but it's like about a month and that's a long time to be like studying all day, every day. And of course I did go home for like three days, but I was still studying on those days and just like working around, you know, the clock and like figuring things out. So I'm just really grateful to hopefully have my second exam done and just have, a few days to myself and you know just let myself rest like today I literally pretty much was in bed all day um we were out like really late last night and I obviously was exhausted because of all the you know I didn't really sleep the night before my exam very well so then like last night I stayed up late so I slept in this morning um and I pretty much laid in bed all day I did get work done in bed like on my computer Um, like for the podcast and for YouTube and stuff like that. But I, it was so nice to just like lay in bed all day. So I loved having that. And then like tomorrow I'm going to have like my day to myself. So I'm just really grateful that I have like these few days. Um, And once again, just grateful that I'm not like working full time in my accounting job and taking this exam at the same time. I like can't say enough how grateful I am that I'm able to do this right now. But um, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So I've had, um, 
I talked about this in my unedited day in my life that I just uploaded today on YouTube. And um, I promise I'm not like pretty much splitting between like that vlog and this podcast episode. I'm not talking about the exact same stuff um, in each one, but I will touch on some of the things I like said in that video in this podcast episode, but this is a lot more of a in-depth, um, version of everything and like actually dealing with those emotions. Um, it's kind of like what I'm doing in that episode, but where I'm at right now, like y'all know, I moved to Houston at the end of July. So it's been, you know, almost three months. And I talked about on my vlog, how I have had like these flashbacks, like to college and I get like kind of sad and I just don't really feel at home and I don't really feel very comfortable in Houston yet. And you know, I've, I spent a summer here a few years ago and did an internship. I like, I actually know a lot of people here, you know, like it's not the typical, like moving somewhere for post-grad and not knowing a single soul. Like, so I'm very fortunate in that sense, but you know, just about everything in my life is new except for like my dog and my relationship and then you know like my brother and sister-in-law living nearby everything is new and like starting over you know like it's a it's a new routine a new city I have new goals it's a new lifestyle new friends just honestly like an entirely new phase of life like it's completely new and as I experience like literally it's so weird how this like makes the connection for me but it does but as I experience the seasons changing here in Houston and like from going from like summer into fall and living in a new city for the first time in five years it really really sinks in that I'm now doing life in an unfamiliar place a new place and it really puts into perspective that I'm you know, no longer where I used to be. And I will never be in that place in the same way ever again. And, you know, I'm so used to that college lifestyle and college routine. Cause that's like all I've known for the last five years. And of course I knew that this day would come where, you know, I'd move into like my, you know, post-grad lifestyle and everything. And I would graduate and I wouldn't be living that same lifestyle anymore. And the thing is, I, never anticipated the grief that would come with moving somewhere new and starting a new phase of life you know because after all this is supposed to be you know such an exciting and liberating time and it is you know living in a big city for the first time and starting my career being exposed to new people and places and you know living out what I've worked towards for so long there's so much to expect and be excited for and it's just been something I've been anticipating like pretty much ever since I started college and even like all the way back to high school because part of high school was you know working towards college and of course working in college attributes to where I am now and you know I wasn't expecting to get here and be here three months in and be mourning the loss of my old life and lifestyle still and you know I miss how homey you know Tuscaloosa felt to me like a part of my heart is literally there and I miss you know fall and football season and my friends and campus like the familiarity my routine um and the lifestyle I had just because it was truly the perfect I 
I mean, it took forever, all five years for me to find it, but I truly had that perfect balance of working, you know, learning and play. And don't get me wrong, I love Houston. I love where I'm at right now, and I do enjoy it. Um, This isn't an episode for me to sit here and be like, I miss college. Oh my gosh, like, pity me, please. Like, no. I'm not saying this episode to talk about, like, being sad about graduating from college. I've had plenty of those types of episodes on here. Um, And I, I hate when people think, like, just because you're processing the emotions of a big life change it means you like peaked in that old phase of life that like literally nothing makes me more mad when people are like oh like people who you know are having a hard time like adjusting in the real world or can only like talk about college and how much they miss college yeah they just like peaked in college or in the same sense in high school like people say it about that like literally just like let people feel their feelings like if I'm still saying that 10 years from now then you're like yeah maybe check on me but it's been a few months like let me feel my feelings let me process these things you never know like how difficult it is for some people to handle change and all of us experience the change differently and we're all you know doing something different after that change like we're not all living the same a to b lifestyle like our point a may be the same of being at the same college and everything but like where we go to from there it's different for everybody so the change is going to be different from everybody or for everybody and you know I just because I miss that old way of life and I'm mourning the loss of that lifestyle and that place doesn't mean I wish I was there instead I just keep having these moments where I'll like have the flashbacks to like memories or even just like little parts of my routine like I'll think of like when I would go to Target like every like Friday morning or Thursday morning and you know like do my groceries and then like come home and I think of like um walking my dog on like the river walk there and like just like little memories and even just like the scenery of my drive to campus and um I'll have those flashbacks and I just feel like a tug at my heart every time I have them and they come out of nowhere like I have no idea why I'm having them in the middle of my day like I'll be having a good day and then I'll randomly get this like memory flashback um of college and each time I do it forces me to process the thought of that will never be anything more than a memory all over again and it hurts and one of the most painful things is when you realize that what was once when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a routine and something that, you know, you expected to come day in and day out every day you woke up and something you enjoyed and loved is nothing more than a memory and will only ever be a memory like from from now. Um, and there's just so much grief in realizing some of your favorite things and feelings will never be felt in the same way again since they will only be you know, that little piece of your memory instead of a part of your reality. And what was your present is now just a piece of your past. And no one really 
talks about how much that type of change can hurt where you're having to like mourn the loss of a lifestyle or of a old life or you know maybe an old friendship relationship whatever whether it's you know leaving your hometown starting a new job moving away from college a new career starting fresh for yourself somewhere friendship or relationship like I said each and every change we make and each time we grow involves letting go of pieces of our past and that's where we get those growing pains you know we get thrown into our new reality and have to process these two totally conflicting emotions you know you have the emotions of grieving the parts of the life you're like leaving behind and your old normal and then the emotions of embracing all of this new and these exciting feelings that you know your change has to offer for you and they're literally on opposite ends of the spectrum so you're just like sitting there in the middle and you're like okay I am you know having to process the loss of this one life that I became so comfortable with and loved but I'm also like trying to embrace everything that this new life has to offer and it's hard to go back and forth between two opposing emotions and when we think about growth and change you know we usually think of like the blooming process where we're becoming better and you know seeing results and expecting others to see our success and trying new things and reaching new heights and reaching goals and like getting to those things that we've been working towards for so long but we tend to neglect that there's a part of growing and change that literally is painful for us and I think we forget about those downsides of growing and experiencing change because for one, social media only really highlights the positive parts of transition and growing and making changes. And it doesn't really pay much mind to those hard parts where we're, you know, grieving the loss of an old life or just having a hard time adjusting. So when we think of growth or changes in our life, we only think of the positive aspects of it because it's what we consume for the most part. And I also think you know, naturally our excitement and anticipation for growth and change sort of put blinders on for the bad parts of transitioning and making changes. You know, like we're so excited and we have our eyes set on like that next big thing that we just completely are blinded to like all of the pain and just like loss we're going to feel as we step into these new shoes and into this new life for ourselves. And I have to remind myself all the time, you know, that the pain of growth is so much better than the pain of being stuck or like complacent. You know, being stuck feels so helpless and unmotivating and defeating. And, you know, facing discomfort from change is uncomfortable, yes, but it often has more of an underlying optimism to it that we can't always see right away. You know, for example, um, I know that when I have these flashbacks to college and I get in my feels because it feels like my heart's like, you know, over in Florida and Alabama, but I'm here in Texas and I catch myself getting upset over that loss of that phase of life. I often think I have those thoughts and experiences and those feelings because I'm just feeling uncomfortable in my new situation, you know, and I can't necessarily see what like my new situation and where I'm at right now has to offer but there is so much that it has to offer but I can't really see it right now 
And so I'm uncomfortable, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, there's not a light at the end of the tunnel and there's good on the other side of this discomfort. Whereas, you know, if I was feeling stuck or I was just being complacent and I was, you know, staying somewhere where I was comfortable, I would feel a little helpless because it's like, what else can I do? Um, And I wouldn't really feel motivated because I would just be so comfortable with where I'm at. And, you know, we're creatures of habit and we thrive truly over having that consistency in our life. And when we get in these situations that aren't really what we're used to, our first sort of mental reflex to experiencing discomfort is to, you know, fall back on a time when we were comfortable. And that often involves getting caught up on your old life because you want to escape the discomfort of what's going on currently. And while it's great and totally normal to, you know, feel those feelings of grief and discomfort, and it truly is important to acknowledge those feelings, we can't keep running back and holding ourselves back to the comfort of a life that is no longer ours to live. And, you know, sure, it's easier and more comfortable and it's what makes us feel safe but it keeps us from creating that same comfort and routine that we felt in our old life and our new life if we're always just retreating back to the comfort that the old life provided us every single time we get uncomfortable in our new situation and you know I get those flashbacks and I feel sad but truthfully fully speaking like do I still need to be in my college town? No. You know, as much as I loved it and the life I had there, I did get too comfortable and I needed a change. And thankfully the timing of when I needed that change and the timing of me actually, you know, like leaving that place that lined up, but that doesn't mean I won't have to process the grief of leaving that life behind. That's just part of it. And as uncomfortable as I feel in a new city starting fresh and a few months out from starting my career, I know that through this discomfort, I will grow. And I know that the same opportunities and the same things wouldn't be possible if I was just remaining comfortable and staying in my college town because that's where I was comfortable. And obviously, you know, I'm not going to go outside of my comfort zone if I don't have to and if I'm not put in a position that forces me outside of it. And, you know, as I transition, it will provide more opportunities for me to learn things about myself and what I love and what I'm even doing with my life. But, you know, here's the thing. I wasn't always comfortable in that college town and in my college lifestyle. You know, it took me about two full years to, like, finally feel like I was in place and aligned and at home in college. And then, you know, I spent another three years there. And after those three years, I finally felt comfortable and it really felt like my time there and what I had to offer there was expiring. You know, like I kind of felt like in my last few months there, like I obviously the knowing that I was going to be moving soon played into it, but I truly just felt like my like life there was expiring. It was the weirdest thing. Like I could just feel it. And you know, I know that I will have that same sort of transition period as I'm starting my career in a new city here that I had in college where I was uncomfortable for two years. And it, I mean, two full years, you guys, like I was not really, you know, some, obviously in that first year, I felt more uncomfortable than I did in my second year, but truly up until my junior year, like it was fall of my junior year when I really was like, wow, I feel like 
in place and like I this is where I am meant to be and like this is where I was meant to be all along it just took that two years of being uncomfortable for me to realize that and to appreciate all that that discomfort ended up having to offer and just because it's uncomfortable now doesn't mean it always will be but it that's just what it feels like that's like the nature of the feeling of discomfort you know it's just like this isolating sort of like stuck feeling and like I said it's a better reason or it's a better thing to be stuck from discomfort than it is to be like stuck from being too comfortable and you know how we handle these transition phases makes a world of a difference in how we actually come out on the other side and adjust and you know we expect to feel aligned and in place and at home right away when we make big changes because you know we anticipate them coming and when we know we are taking a big step and going through a big change we think that once that one defining moment comes for the things to change everything will just feel and fall right into place you know like once the moment happens then boom done like it's it happened the change happened and we're good to go like we're moving into the next phase of life and it's only forward from there and we just can't do that and ignore that there are these periods of adjustment and getting accustomed when we have those moments where we make a big change or experience growth and it's called a transition period for a reason and just because it's a good change doesn't mean it won't be difficult or stressful um you know people say all the time like well aren't you so excited to you know be you know making money and like starting like a new career and like living in a new place a, a big place and like having a new job and everything and it's like yes all of those things are great and from the outside like from another person's point of view it's like yes of course this is a fantastic change that's happening it's positive it's great it's like a big step in you know stepping into my career and like the rest of my life and like just a big change overall and while it looks like that from the outside that doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard or stressful or come with a lot of other emotions to unpack and you know every time we stretch our wings a little more and we break out of our shell a little more it forces us to experience and try new things and fail and then get back up and try again and each time that we do that we're slowly creating that comfort for ourselves as we start to familiarize ourselves with the new life and routine and I read this post on um, wildsensetherapy.com like I was just kind of like reading around about like just this topic and just kind of like trying to not necessarily for the sake of the episode because like I have the content for the episode but more so like for my own benefit of like how to take care of these this feeling of grief and like loss and like mourning the loss of that old lifestyle I was like okay I actually need help like internet please help me (laughs) with figuring this out and like processing these emotions and it was this like post talking about the life you leave behind when you grow and you go through changes and it emphasized how important the remembering part of our old selves and our old life is and it said to honor where we come from and express gratitude for all the positive things of the life that we are leaving behind and you know for me personally I you know just the positive things that I have to be grateful for 
um, from that old life, I, you know, created a home for myself in my college town. Um, I had a routine that I loved that made me happy and kept me healthy. I grew into literally an entirely new human and developed so much love for so many people and places. I got to experience as close to all four seasons as I ever would being a girl from Florida that would later move to South Texas. And, you know, I got to watch the football team I've always loved um, underneath a legendary coach with an electric atmosphere for many years. And I got to learn so much through my education and through the experiences I had. I got to share my passions with others. You know, I found such a good balance in my routine. I learned how to actually take time for myself and take care of myself. And I'm so grateful for each of those things and so many more because without them, you know, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am today. Like each of those moments and each of those small, seemingly small things that, you know, maybe felt really small while I was in college um, and the big moments as well, they accumulated to shape me into who I am today. And it breaks my heart that I will never experience those same things in the same light and from the same perspective again, but I can either forever mourn that or I can be grateful for all that those things gave me and how they shaped me. And, you know, I also emphasize this article to reflect on what you overcame from that phase of life during the hard times, because, you know, looking back, we tend to only think of the good times and we tend to undermine you know the bad times and like over romanticize the good times when we look back on our memories and I really liked this exercise because it kind of forced me to remember that you know it, it it was great yes there were all these amazing incredible positive things that happened but you know there were also their own challenges you know that I had to deal with and you know I experienced and overcame a lot of feelings of loneliness and inadequacy And I experienced and overcame not really having a lot of self-respect. I experienced and overcame my social anxiety in a lot of situations. I experienced and overcame working with people that, you know, make your life more difficult when they're supposed to be there to help you. And I can now be thankful for those tough times and, and the fact that they're over and that I overcame them because they're helping me with those same feelings as I am in a new place and I experience that same kind of toughness through new life lessons. And like some of them are similar, you know, they carried over, you know, like, yeah, I feel like lonely at times because, you know, like studying all day is isolating and I haven't really made a ton of my own friends here yet. So I experienced those same things, but I know that I overcame it before and I can overcome it again. And, you know, I had so many... I had so much trouble really just finding balance in my life and, you know, figuring out something that worked for me that allowed me to sort of pour myself into all the different areas I have in my life. And I finally figured that out in college and, you know, I'm struggling with that now and I overcame it once and I can overcome it again. And, you know, you can choose to shy away from the change and growth that starting new has to offer because it makes you uncomfortable or, You can look at the life you're leaving behind as a period of time that also started out for you as a challenge and a transition that you eventually overcame and just remind yourself that the change you're experiencing now can and will 
also be overcome in the same way that you did last time and it's up to you to decide how you know you want to approach that and that's kind of all I have to say on this topic um I just kind of wanted to like I guess talk through the emotions of (laughs) coping with change and like the growing pains because I like saw something somewhere I don't know what it was I think it was like something on Pinterest about mourning um like the loss of pieces of yourself or your old life when you grow and I actually put it in part of like the little weekday reminders post that I did on Instagram earlier this week on the um in bloom podcast and I saw that and it just resonated with me so freaking hard and ever since I saw that like that I've just been experiencing so much more of that grief and I think it's because now I'm recognizing that it's normal to feel that way like I was feeling like not an idiot but I was just feeling like I was alone um and feeling this way like after you know being gone from college for three months and living in a new city for three months and you know I just felt alone in missing that lifestyle and everything so when I saw that like this is a real thing like grieving the loss of you know a life you're leaving behind and everything it just resonated with me so much to like have a term to put to it and to realize that it's a real thing and it just really inclined me to want to look into you know how to handle that and how to look into it and sort of just share with you all like my grief and like what I grieve with it and how I'm trying to approach it because I know it's something that we're all either going through right now have gone through or will go through at some point so hopefully um this episode was helpful for you in that sense but I am hoping you know that I can continuously just be grateful for that I even have those memories if that makes sense like because they could have just, I could have never felt those things, those moments, or even had those memories at all to begin with. So I'm trying to just really express gratitude for the really great things that happened and also like, you know, pay mind to myself that I overcame a lot of really tough crap in college and I wouldn't want to live through a lot and like a lot of that stuff ever again. So, you know, there was good and there was bad. So you know, I'm mourning the loss of that life, but at the same time, I am rejoicing over the fact that hopefully I won't have to deal with some of those challenges in the same light again. Like, will I probably have to deal with them in another situation? Yes, but a lot of things that I experienced were things that I experienced for the first time that I hadn't really dealt with before, and now that I've dealt with them once, I'll be better when I have to deal with it again, if that makes sense. So, I love you all so much, and I hope that this episode was, um, you know, just something that you can sort of use to help tap into your own emotions with dealing with a change or transition. And, um, I hope you all have a really great week when you're listening to this and a really great, um, day or evening, whatever time it is you're listening to this, but be sure to follow in bloom podcast on Instagram and, um, join the in bloom podcast, Facebook group, and I will talk to you all next week.